Hey, Gloria McDonald here, and welcome to today's Daily Dose of Awesome. I'm super excited to be here today because I want to share with you what I believe it really takes to be successful in this business. And specifically, I'm going to give you my top 10 things that I think it takes to succeed. And I'm going to share with you some of the things that I see people doing that I think causes them to fail. And I'm going to tell you how to avoid those things. So let me know who's here and where you're coming in from. I'd love to see uh, who's here with us today. And, you know, if let me know if you really have a dream or a goal. If you really have a dream or a goal and you have a burning desire to succeed in your business, whether that's network marketing or affiliate marketing, let me know uh, what's going on for you. And if you can put some, ah, Jennifer, okay, hey, Jennifer, you're there. Sorry, I wasn't seeing any comments and wondering if I was actually live. So Jennifer's here. Who else is here? Let me see who's here. Thanks for all the, the likes, guys. Just wanted to make sure that everybody can hear me okay and everything's coming in. Okay, so um, what does it really take to be successful? You know, I have been thinking a ton about this because I'm passionate about helping be success, helping people be successful in their network marketing and affiliate marketing businesses. Hey, there we go. Okay. Hi, Michael. Hi, Eric. Hey, Pamela. Hey, Angel Ray. So great to see you guys. Great, great, great. Okay, Lisa, hello, hello. Okay, so I now know that we're live, and hey, Michael, hailing from the place that I can't pronounce in California, even though you've told me how to pronounce it. Okay, so let's dig into what it really takes to be successful. These are, I've been thinking about this a ton, and I put together my top 10 list of what I believe it takes to be really successful in network marketing or affiliate marketing or frankly, in any business. Okay, so number one, and these are not necessarily in order of priority. Number one is commitment. It takes an absolute unwavering commitment. It takes really deciding. It takes deciding that failure is not an option. You know, ages ago, I heard a woman speak who was uh, taking lessons to become a pilot. So she was, you know, she was flying. And she was, you know, had been flying for a while and her instructor was always in the plane with her and her instructor said to her, okay, it's your turn to land the plane now. And she's like, oh, wait, wait, I, I can't land the plane. I don't know how to land the plane. And the instructor said to her, honey, takeoff is optional, but landing is mandatory. And what if you had that kind of attitude with your business. The takeoff was optional. You know, you don't have to start a business. You do not have to start a business. But once you've taken off, landing is not an option. You know, landing is mandatory. At least that's the way it is in my book. If I get off, if I take off in a plane, I'm gonna be dang sure that I land. Okay? So yes, Jennifer, failure is not not an option. It's just not an option and you really have to take it out. So number two. Commitment is number one. Number two is discipline and consistency. Now, I had a mentor, Keith Cunningham, who always says, ordinary things consistently done produce extraordinary results. So, but it's not just doing anything, it's doing the right things, right? 
So you could be very consistent, for example, and I've seen this. This is one of the pitfall guys. Let me know if you've ever fallen into this pitfall. One of the pitfalls I see, unfortunately, a lot is that people are very consistent at listening to training videos and they'll spend hours doing that. Great. I'm totally in favor of training, but they do it and they never take any action. So that kind of discipline and consistency is not going to get you anywhere. Yes, and absolutely, Angel Red, you do not have to be great when you start. You absolutely do not. Okay, so <laughs> give me a two if you have ever been in the situation where you've gotten yourself listening to tons and tons and tons of training because it's a great excuse not to get into action. I want you to be really honest with me here, guys. You know, yep, okay, Lisa, you did that. Yes, Jan, go through the turbulence and but hit the runway safe exactly exactly okay so number one is commitment number two is discipline and consistency number three is focus so focus is different than discipline and consistency because it's you know i could be really disciplined about going to the gym every day and then just you know flailing around but that's not going to get me results so it's focus it's laser focus on the right activity okay um so it's got to be a well thought out well executed plan and you need to know the levers in your business so let me give you an example uh just yesterday i was having a conversation with one of the people who works with me one of my team members and she had a bunch of different ideas of things that maybe we could do and i said to her yeah I like all of those things. I want to do all those things, but I've really been thinking about what are the levers in my business? What are the things that are going to give me the most results? So I could run off over here and create a whole new really fancy thingamabob, but is that going to increase my profitability? Is that going to have a greater impact on my mentoring clients? Is that going to help my clients? So pay attention to the levers in your business. Okay, so let me know. Give me a couple. Um, ah, yes, Jan, three, focus. Okay, let me know if this is making sense to you. Give me a couple uh, threes in here if this is making sense to you and if it's helpful. And again, thanks so much for all the likes and loves, guys. Okay, number four is what I call A, B, C. And it's not always be closing. It's always be consuming. Always be consuming information and learning. Okay? So always be consuming information and learning. But as I said before, that's not at the detriment of taking action. You really want to take um, action. And it has to be effective and efficient action. So here's an example. I have about 30 hours of training on my membership site. And I just recently had a a coaching client who said to me, Gloria, uh, I'm not sure where I should start. Should I go back through and listen to the, all the old trainings? And I was like, no, 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 no. Get into action. Get going. You know what to do, especially LinkedIn. You guys know that I mentor and train on LinkedIn and LinkedIn is super simple. It doesn't take a lot for you to grab the concept of LinkedIn and just go with it. So great. Thanks for the threes guys. Okay. Always be consuming information and um, and learning. 
That is number four. Number five is test new ideas. You know, you have to be willing to walk out on a limb in this business, in any business. You have to be willing to step outside your comfort zone and you have to be willing to fail. If you're not willing to fail, you won't be successful. So, um, okay, sometimes you could use some training. So, Michael, you could use some training. But it's really important to know when you get too hung up and wrapped up in training, 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 and it's an excuse for you not getting into action. Imperfect action is better than no action at all. You know, when I look back at my old videos and everything else, uh, I, I laugh because they're pretty darn awful. And, you know, I know I can still improve. I can get better. Okay, so you have to be willing to step outside your comfort zone. Pay attention to the ideas and the opportunities that come to you. So this is still all about testing new ideas. Pay attention to those ideas, the inspiration that comes comes to you. And then, as I said before, think about the lever. Is this idea going to move me forward in my business? And here is, I always ask about ELFs, E-L-F-S. I give it the ELF test. Hey, Teresa, so great to see you here. So when I get a new idea, I ask myself, is this idea efficient or effective? That's what the E stands for. Is it lucrative, L? Is it fun? And is it satisfying? Give your ideas the ELF test. Is it efficient and effective? Is it lucrative? Is it going to make you money? Because that's why we're in business. Um, is it fun? And is it satisfying? If your idea passes the ELF test, go for it. Yes, imperfect action is better than no action at all. Yeah, Jan, big difference between busy and effective. <laughs> okay, Michael says you've perfected imperfection. Well, <laughs> okay, you can improve on that, Michael. Okay, number six is caring. And you have to care, but not too much. I had a mentor who taught me care, but not too much. And here's what I mean. You need to care deeply and passionately about what you're doing for your clients. You have to care deeply and passionately about the impact that you're having on people's lives and, and on the world. I hope you want to be an impactpreneur and really pay attention to that. But don't care too much. So here's where the downfall is. If you get so wrapped up in caring about what other people think of you, that will take you out every time. You cannot care about what other people think of you. If you get too wrapped up in that, you'll freeze and you won't do anything. So, and you'll never, ever, ever, none of us, will ever be able to please every, anyone, everyone, sorry. None of us will ever be able to please everyone. You know, if there are 100 people in, in the room listening to me talk, there will be 100 different opinions of me. Some will be good, some will be bad, some will be so-so. And that's just the way it is. Okay, number seven is brand yourself. Now, you've all heard this, but I want to make a distinction here. Because, and recognizing that everybody starts somewhere. Branding yourself is not the same as positioning yourself as a trusted authority. You know, we've all been taught to position ourselves as a trusted authority to build that know, like, and trust factor, and I agree completely with that. However, that is not the same as branding yourself. And again, we all start somewhere, and I started using other people's content, using other people's information, 
you know, positioning myself as a trusted authority, but using other people's content and information. And branding is not the same as that. Branding yourself is about you, yes, positioning yourself as a trusted authority, but you knowing what your own story is, you having your own unique message, you creating your own content, you feeling it coming out of yourself. That is you branding yourself, not the same as positioning yourself as a trusted authority. So that's huge. And again, we all have to start somewhere. So I'm not saying, okay, just go right out of the gates and create all your own content and do everything yourself and, you know, become a guru. Start, start with using other people's content. I started doing that. I started, you know, using other people's emails and then tweaking them and twisting them, using other people's blogs and then, you know, slowly but slowly creating all my own content and making stuff my own. Okay, number eight is sacrifice. If you are really going to be successful as a network marketer or an affiliate marketer or doing anything, frankly, you are going to have to sacrifice and you're going to have to sacrifice your time, your money, your sleep, your fun time, your relaxation time, your leisure time, your time with family and your time with friends. So it is really important for you to know your DNA. You know, if, if those just are not your values, you know, and you're not willing to sacrifice, then know that about yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a different lifestyle. But if that's who you are, if you are not willing to sacrifice sleep, if you're not willing to work seven days a week and work 15, 16, 17 hour days, I started working at nine o'clock yesterday morning and I didn't stop working until 12, 15, 12, 30 last night. That's what my life is like. And if you're not willing to do that, that's okay. But then also have adjusted expectations know that you're not going to be making a six and multiple six figure income if you're not willing to do that. Now, I'm not saying you have to work 16, 17 hours a day, seven days a week forever, but to get your business going and to get it to that six and multiple six figure level. Um, well, yes, I agree, Michael. It is okay to be a copycat as long as you copy the right cat, absolutely, and give credit for it. And again, eventually, you have to find your own voice if you want to create your own brand and your own really significant business, okay? So sacrifice, guys, it's just part of it. Patience. Now, I see so many people not willing to sacrifice. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But then know that. But I see this is the biggest thing I see, that people just aren't patient. I see people jumping from opportunity to opportunity to opportunity to opportunity. And you're not going to be successful if you just keep jumping. Now, I'm not saying that you have to stick with one opportunity forever if it's not the right opportunity. But I'm talking about the people that spend four months here and six months there and another three months there. And then, you know, and they're just constantly jumping. So patience, it just takes time. And then what happens is you start to feel a momentum. A momentum builds and you can see yeah my business is growing now here's another thing um, you know the LinkedIn strategies that I teach are all free and they're just different platforms you know one's not better one's not worse Facebook is great 
Pinterest is great. I'm not a Pinterest expert by a long shot. You know, Instagram is great. LinkedIn, my LinkedIn strategy, I teach free strategies because I understand that there are people that have a burning desire to create a huge impact and change the world, but they just do not have the financial resources right now at this moment to invest a lot of money in Facebook advertising. And that is just the way it is. So if that's the position you're in, you may want to look at LinkedIn. Okay, patience. And number 10 is all about taking 1,000% responsibility for your life, your business, and what's going on in your life right now. So, you know, don't blame your mother or your father or your sister or your brother or your husband or your wife or your partner or your kids or the dog or the cat or your ex. I've heard every excuse, you know, in the book. Or, you know, today I was talking to somebody who was telling me this whole long story about how she had a car accident and it's affected her memory, but the car accident was years and years and years ago. Yeah, right. Okay, well, how long do you want to stay in that story? Because, guys, that's all it is. It's a story that you keep telling yourself over and over again. As long as you keep telling yourself that story, you're going to stay stuck in that story. So if you want to stay stuck in the story, be my guest. You just keep telling yourself that story over and over again. It's not going to help you. So get over it. Now, people say to me all the time, oh, but Gloria, you're so lucky because you don't have fill in the blank. You don't have little kids at home. You don't have aging parents. You don't have, you know, whatever. But then other people say to me, oh, Gloria, you're so lucky because you have, you know, I have a husband who works. I have a supportive husband. I have incredibly loving and supportive family and friends. You know, guys, I take 1,000% responsibility for my life. I am not lucky. I worked my ass off to create the life I created. I created my entire life. I created my life with my husband. Yes, I have an amazing husband who's incredibly supportive. I created it. So don't blame your spouse. Don't blame your ex. I have two exes. I don't blame them for a thing, not a thing. I chose to get married and I chose to get divorced. I can't blame them. You know, even if somebody runs off with somebody else, you need to take 1000% responsibility for the fact that your partner ran off with somebody else because nobody leaves an incredibly happy home. So you know what? I created everything in my life. I created all the good stuff and I created all the crap. I created it all. Every single last ounce of it, I created. So I'm not lucky. I'm not more fortunate. It's not that, you know, I've got a certain color skin or I'm a certain age or a certain sex or live in a certain place. No, I created it. And trust me, I've created just a whole whack load of crap in my life too. You know, I failed big time. But then I pick myself up and I recreate. And that's what it's all about. So at the end of the day, Here's the thing. There just are no excuses. No excuses. If you really want to be successful, you have to say, okay, no excuses anymore. I'm digging in. I'm doing it. So if you are not already signed up for the No Excuses Summit, I cannot encourage you highly enough to get there. So if you haven't purchased your tickets, hop on over to EliteMarketingPro.com 
register for the No Excuses Summit. It's happening in two and a half weeks, and I will be there, and I look forward to seeing you guys there. So I hope this was helpful, guys. Have a fantastic, well, weekend now for tomorrow's Friday. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Make today productive. Get into action today. I'll see you, and I will see you guys one more time before the No Excuses Summit, and I know a ton of you will be there, and I look forward to meeting you there. Take care. Bye.